A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Misty. This is Lattes and Legends. Hello. Happy Tuesday. It's Tuesday evening, so I'm having a beer instead of coffee. Hmm. Um, yeah. So this may or may not be the last episode I do on the Anchor uh, platform because I have changed over to another one. So we shall see when that will happen. Um, that's about as much info as I can give you right now, but the podcast is growing, which is good. And that's why I have made the switch. So I really appreciate it. It's really awesome that I have so many new listeners and followers and all that good stuff. So that being said, I've been busy and I've been trying to get that all worked out. So soon we will have everything happening for the new platform. Cool. Cool. Hope everyone's had a good Tuesday. I don't want to talk too much because I have a lot to cover today. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but Tuesdays to me have been more like a Monday is supposed to be. And by that, I mean this. Monday, usually people are, oh, Mondays are horrible. Mondays suck. I can't deal with Mondays. Da, 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 da. There's even a song about it. I don't like Mondays. However, Tuesday, the last four or five Tuesdays to me have been horrible. All my freelance clients decide to change things or not listen to what I say about a project or suddenly don't understand that what I 
did for them was what they wanted, but then they decided to change their mind and it wasn't what they wanted. It's just been a mess. So that's generally why I drink a beer Tuesday after I get home from my shop. Although today, knock on wood, has been a great Tuesday. All I've done today is fill orders and I went to lunch with a friend. It was awesome. So there's that. So I hope your Tuesday has been great too. I am currently having this hazy IPA. It's delicious. If you um, like beer, you'll like it. It's local. It's great. Mm -hmm. mm. So with this new platform, I'm also developing the website again. And so the website will be finished hopefully the same day that I move to this platform. I have some more flexibility with my schedule and so I've been trying to put time in on the website um, so it doesn't look so horrible anyway so yeah if you would like to follow me on Facebook go ahead and it's Lattes and Legends podcast Instagram is Lattes and Legends I always talk about how I have a, how I have a Twitter I honestly couldn't tell you what it is the password is saved on my computer and that's the only way I know how to log in <laughs> So hopefully I'll never get logged out because I have no idea what the password is. I got, <clears throat> excuse me, some more five-star reviews. That's awesome. Thank you. And then I've seen some statistics go up. Arizona coming in clutch. You guys are my number one state for followers right now. So thanks, Arizona. I don't know what I did to deserve this, but I'll keep doing it. All right, so I had something else I was going to announce too, um, but I think I'll keep that until next week because it's big and I don't know when it will start, but it's going to. So I'll tell you guys that next week or the week after. La, 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 la. Anyway, so the first, I have two stories today because one of them is just really short and the other one is a little bit more in depth. So two stories today. One is about the Idaho State Tuberculosis Hospital, and the other is about the, the Whaley House. So something that's really funny is as I'm going through my notes here on my computer, I see that I wrote Idaho State something tub hospital. And at my first glance, granted, I've had three sips of this delicious beer, it looked like it said the Idaho State Hot Tub. No, Misty. It says Idaho State Tub, period, hospital. Tuberculosis hospital. <laughs> Whew. Maybe it's time for me to go to bed. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, so sources for this one are TravelChannel.com, GhostHuntUSA.com, Almost read that wrong. Uh, Kiv ITV lightonline.com. That's L I T E. Oh, sorry. Um, onlyinyourstate.com. Man, Only in Your State has amazing stuff. You guys should check it out. Idaho House, mm, Idaho Haunted Houses.com. Those are my sources. So let's talk about the old. Idaho State Tuberculosis Hospital. So 
there have been lots and lots and lots of paranormal investigators that have come to check this place out. The travelchannel.com link that I use for this actually is um, also for a Ghost Adventures episode. So I guess the guys from Ghost Adventures went there and checked it out. And basically, you can go too. Yeah, you can go stay at a ghost hospital, right? So what the website said from the tuberculosis hospital, it says, quote, our overnight ghost hunt at this location will definitely test your nerves. Hmm. The hospital harbors some dark secrets. And once you venture off into the basement, hmm, pause. Basement. Basement? Rolling around. No, thank you. I don't want to go into my own basement. I don't have a basement. I don't want to go into a basement. I don't. At all. So, side note, this will be quick. So, when I lived in Atlanta, we definitely lived in lots of weird houses, awesome houses, the like. There was this one house, and the washer and dryer were in the basement. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty dark down there. Um, lights aside, there were lights, but it was still pretty dark down there. And here's the thing. I got interrupted by a phone call. Sorry about that. So this house that I lived in in Atlanta was my sister and my friend. I don't know. I want to say Spencer. I could be wrong. I don't remember. Um... Maybe Spencer. Maybe Daniel. I don't know. It's right when I got Pete, which was, God, like 20 years ago. Anyway, so when you live in this house, and the basement is where the washer and dryer are, and the thing about Georgia is there are bugs. Georgia has bugs. Like, disgusting bugs. And this basement was filled with silverfish and I don't know if you know what silverfish are but think about the scariest looking centipede millipede monster thing that you've ever seen and that's and they're fast and that's what a silverfish looks like and my skin is crawling just thinking about it so no Idaho State Tuberculosis Hospital, I will not go stay in your basement. And I will not pay you to stay in your basement. So this hospital wants you to pay them so you can stay overnight in the basement. And you can see why this location has such a haunted reputation. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say hard pass. So their website continues, quote, the paranormal experiences here are encountered on a daily basis by the owners and also the staff that work here. Voices are often heard from the rooms with no guests, and the attic is meant to be one of the most active and harrowing areas. Mm -mm. Many locals have said that they believe this location was turned into a mental institution when its doors closed. Hmm. Okay. Great. 
So now the hosp the um yeah, the hospital is called the Gooding University Inn. And it's a super quaint resort in southern Idaho. Um, Idaho apparently is closer to me than it was when I lived in Georgia, so maybe one day I'll go there and harvest some potatoes as of right now. No, thank you. All right, so the structure is about a century old, and it's considered that area is one of the, that area's most haunted destinations. Mm -hmm. It's been newly renovated, and we know what happens when you renovate haunted buildings. Mm -hmm. Stir shit up. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. So now that it's been renovated, though, it doesn't seem very haunting. But some people say it is. Yeah. So it's located in on quite a few acres. Apparently, it's in a beautiful area of Idaho. Um, the structure itself was built in 1917, and that's when it was first established as Gooding College. Mm -hmm. So at that time, it was one of the only places in Idaho that you could get higher education. And it shut down in 1938, opened back up in 1940, and it was a tuberculosis hospital. Hooray! It was also considered one of the most advanced hospitals in tuberculosis treatment, and it officially closed its doors in 1976. So it just laid there for many decades. And it opened back up in 2004. And at that time, it was turned into a bed and breakfast. And it was called the Get In Bed and Breakfast. Hmm. So what's cool about the bed and breakfast? Hold on. Mm -hmm. I had to take a sip of beer. What's cool about the bed and breakfast is that they pretty much welcomed the haunted reputation and the paranormal investigators and they wanted these people to spend the night and they weren't like, we're gonna make money off this so we're gonna do it so tons of ghost hunting groups tried to explore the hospital a lot of them had seen paranormal activity and some didn't so there were some witnesses that saw an apparition of an old man in a white coat and he was with a woman who seemed to be a younger girl there's mysterious whispers and footsteps down empty hallways. And there's um, a lot of people say just the general feeling of the building is you can feel that there was a lot of pain when it was a hospital. And some people say that the patients never left. Crazy, huh? So, um, hmm. Back when hospitals like this one were ran by the state, uh, there were a lot of, uh, how do you say, horrible conditions in sanitariums and it's a super dark place when it comes to the history of our country and from what I've heard other countries too. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. So it's really intriguing to learn about all the people that died here and just, you know, think about the ghosts that are here. Um, yeah. So, like I said, it's featured in the episode of Ghost Avengers. I don't know what episode per se. I don't really watch that show, but I'm sure you could YouTube it or something. So, um, so 
some of the paranormal experiences here are encountered on a daily basis, like I said, by the owners and the staff. There's voices heard from rooms that have no guests in them, and the attic is where a lot of people hear the most voices and whispers and whatnot. Also, full-bodied apparitions appear, shadow figures, doors banging, knocks, whistles, whistles, and here it comes. The worst children laughing when there are no children around. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, lastly, one of the most frightening reports is that a man who is seen in room 20 appears to be very angry and upset. And there are many staff members that will not enter room 20 to clean it. Yeah. Can you imagine if you went to the front desk? I'm here to check in. Oh, you're in room 20. Um, I think I'll go to Days In. Thanks, though. Anyway, like I said, that one is short and sweet, and that is the story of the Idaho State Tuberculosis Hospital or the Gooding University Inn. Okay, so now as I look at my notes, I'm going to talk about the Whaley House. And I thought that I talked about this before. I could be wrong. But as I, was at, blah, blah, blah. as I was reading, I was like, no, I haven't talked about this. I watched the movie and then I heard another podcast on it about it a few years ago. And I guess I looked into it. But I never did a podcast about it. So we're talking about the Whaley House as I sip this beer. Hmm. Okay, so the Whaley House. Sources for this are the Whaley House, San Diego.com, GhostsandGravestones.com, Fox5SanDiego.com, GhostCityTours.com, and CaliforniaThroughMyLens.com. So the Whaley House was um, in the Old Town, San Diego community. Uh, it is dated from 1857. And basically, it was this huge gathering house for the community of Old Town, San Diego. So, it was the Whaley's family home. It was also the first commercial theater, the second county courthouse, and also a bilingual general store. This house was in everything. The home was such an integral part of the community that it later was a focal point um, in this battle between Old Town residents and Newtown residents. Ooh, a war. The San Diego County government had been renting a portion of the house for offices and records, um, and then Whaley several times tried to sell the house to the county, but the offer was ignored. So the Newtowners demanded that the county offices and records be moved to Newtown, and this is kind of what started this war. So the old towners were very resistant and came armed and they were like, no, we're not doing it. But in 1871, the records were moved and they wanted to focus on Newtown. Uh, it was a commercial treasure and Thomas Whaley and his family lived there. They arrived in California in 1849 during the gold rush. The minor 49ers. I think that's where that came from. I don't know. Um, so he set up a store with George Wardle on Montgomery Street in San Francisco. He sold hardware, woodwork, 
and all that kind of stuff from his New York family's business. Yes. Huh. So he was an entrepreneur at the time and just was doing it. He also took part in the Boston Tea Party. Or no, his grandfather took part in the Boston Tea Party. So he had a long lineage in Boston and in New England and decided to chase the gold in California. So he married his sweetheart, Anna Eloise, in 1853. No, yeah. And then in 1855, that's when they went to San Diego. Every time I say San Diego, I just can't help but thinking of Anchorman. I'll let you deal with that. Um, so, by 1858, Anna had already had three children. Francis Hinton, Thomas, and Anna Amelia. Then they would have three more children. George, Violet, and Corinne. Hmm. So, you know, this whole story seems very innocent, and simple, and wonderful fam family history for the time. But many people believe that this house was always destined to be haunted. Yeah. So what's cool about this? You guessed it. It was one of the town's most famous locations for a public execution. Yes. So that's where they hung the infamous thief, Yankee Jim Robinson. Hmm. I'm not sure why they called him Yankee. Uh, it's probably not PC for me to say, but I don't know why. I'm just reading the stuff. All right. So shortly after that, that's when they moved into the home and they felt sadness and despair. Pretty much as soon as they moved in and they got it too. First, their young son, Thomas, who was only 18 months old, died of scarlet fever in the house. <sighs> yeah. Pretty rough, huh? Uh, there were lots of kids in the house. There's lots going on. Like I said, this was headquarters for the courthouse. The theater troupe was there. General store. All kinds of stuff. So, when Thomas Whaley, the father, was out on a business trip, a group of armed men held Anna at gunpoint. And that's when they wanted to take all the courthouse records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people say that this was the turning point for the house and the family. A few years later, two of the Whaley daughters got married inside the house. Violet um, married a man named George. And it was said that she gave her best effort, but the marriage was just horrible and unbearable. And she got divorced. She was so depressed at the time and could not live with the shame of being divorced. She shot herself in the chest in 1885. Yikes. Rough stuff. Mm -hmm. So over the years, many of the Whaley's died in the house. Thomas, um, Violet, yeah, a lot of people. Lots of deaths. Yeah, for real. Um, so part of the paranormal reports is that a lot of people have heard a baby crying, which could be baby Thomas. Um, many people hear tiny footsteps, which he was 18 months old. I don't know if he was walking. I don't know. Can babies walk at 18 months old? I don't know. But they hear little tiny footsteps and they hear him giggling. Mm -mm. Again. Kids, ghost kids giggling. No, thank you. Then 
people have reported there's a young woman who lingers on the second floor and they think that is Violet. Some say that she's crying, 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 crying. Yeah. There's also areas of the house where people feel Anna, the wife, generally on the stairwell. Hmm. Yeah. And then some people will see Thomas Whaley, the father, standing on top, on the top step and looking down as to protect what is going on in his family's home. So that was it for today. The Whaley House and the Idaho Tuberculosis Hospital or the Idaho State Hot Tub, whatever you want to call it. Thank you all for listening again, and I really appreciate um, you guys' patience with the show, with the website, all that good stuff. And next week, I will be from another podcasting location. Dun, dun, dun. That's right. I hope that everyone has a wonderful week. Enjoy your Tuesday, and make it happen this week. I know you can do it. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.